0: Chavis.
1: Thank you, Sid. I'm Donna Chavis, and you're listening to Messianic Vision. Today's guest has more supernatural encounters of the seer nature than anyone I've ever known, and God instructed her to compile these encounters into a book. She calls it seeing behind the veil. Now, here's the best part for us anyway. She says that God granted her these supernatural encounters so that she could release them as a testimony and invitations to us. That's you and that's me. That's right. You're going to receive an invitation on this program today to experience supernatural encounters. So let's get started with Anna Werner. Anna, thank you so much for being with us.
2: Thank you for having me, Donna.
1: Well, it's always good to talk to you. It's always good to hear what what God is doing in your ministry. So we always thank you for that. Now, Anna, you are known as a seer. Will you tell us now in your life, what does that mean?
2: Well, a seer is not a, you know, it's not a made up word. It's actually in the Bible. And, um, you know, we can see it throughout the Bible and, a seer is a person. This is just my definition of it. It's not a um, like a dictionary definition. It's just my definition. Okay. A seer is a person that receives revelation from God primarily through the gift of sight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there are prophets that will prophesy, and he, you know they might hear the voice of the Lord. But a seer is a prophet, but they're using their gift of to receive revelation from the Lord.
1: Yes, and and as you said, it's totally biblical. Uh, I love the story of Elisha, and you mentioned that as well.
2: Yes, so I like that story because it encourages me that Elisha. If you look in 2 Kings six, starting verse seventeen, there's a part where Elisha and his servant are going into a battle, and Elisha actually. Praise over his servants' eyes to be opened to see, and he says, "See what's here. You know who's here for us." And then in that moment he prays, and then the servants' eyes are open, and he mm-hmm. see. It says he sees a mountain full of horses and chariots of fire all around them. And so I like it because that scripture shows that the gift of seeing is not just for the elite. It's not just for you know only these special elite people. The gift of seeing can be for all of us. And it's also something that can be imparted, Mm because when he prayed that, then Elisha's servant saw.
1: And as far as we know, before that moment, he had never seen in the spirit realm uh, before that. So like you said, that's a great example of the impartation of it, and even to someone who may have never seen before in in that area.
2: That's right. It, it means you don't have to be born with the gift of sight. You can train in seeing right now. Mm-hmm. You can be equipped right now to see in the supernatural.
1: You know what? You just used a word "equipped," and I know that is a passion of yours—not just for you to be able to move in this gift and minister in this gift, but you want to equip other people. What does that? What does that mean?
2: Yeah, I like. It is my passion to equip people to see in the supernatural, and I it's. I want everybody to get to encounter Jesus, because that's really my heart, is as I quit people, I see them getting one step closer to Jesus, and that's really the heart behind when I I wrote this book, is I just wanted, um, uh, the Lord told me, what's your legacy? Like, take all the encounters that you've experienced in heaven, and take the meat out of them, and write it like you would write it for your children, like, what would you want to share with them from heaven, and so that's why I wrote the book, but it's not just about um, you getting to read and think, okay, these are great encounters for her. My heart is, as you read, you enter in to encounter with Jesus yourself.
1: That's interesting that you say that because, you know, we read a lot of books here, a lot of different topics. And, uh, you know, when when people are sharing something that happened to them and we share this with Sid so that he knows what we're reading about and who we're uh, talking about for a possible guest, uh, we tell him all these great stories and he'll say, well, that's good for them. But what about me? What about me? Right. <laughs> so I, <Right. laughs> so when we when we uh, were reading your book and we just delved into it a little bit deeper, we saw that, ah, oh, these are great encounters for Anna, but she didn't leave us out, too, that that you wanted to release them to us as invitations. So anyway, that is why I am talking to you today. And that's why, uh, if everyone listening will tune in to uh, It's Supernatural with Sid Roth very soon, you'll see Anna on as Sid's guest now Anna. you also mentioned about heaven about uh, being in heaven now you talk about that a lot and you have a lot of these encounters but just recently you told us that you went through 30 days where the very first thing in the morning when you would wake up you would experience heaven tell us about that
2: Yes. It was incredible.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: and I'm not a morning person. I'll say that on the air. I'm not a morning person at all, but it was like, uh, the Lord told me 30 days of encounter. I woke up one day and I heard him say that. And then ever since the, that 30 days, it was for 30 days. I would just wake up and I was right there. It's like, I would just be right in heaven. And during those 30 days, the revelations I received, I mean, it truly, it changed my life. It really uh, changed my life, changed my ministry. Um, And His presence now, I will say after that, um, His presence is just so much, uh, comes so much thicker, Mm -hmm. and it's just with ease. Like, you know, there's times where you can Like you're trying to build up to get in the presence of God. Yes. I don't know if it's just me or, but you know, I'm sure a listener can relate to that. But um, in those, out of that 30 days, it would just be like with ease that his presence would just flow. And Mm -hmm. um, I saw an increase of just miracles in my ministry after that experience. It was incredible.
1: Now now what type of uh, difference have you seen? Is it when like when you're praying for people or just I mean actual physical differences in yourself things manifestations that you had not seen before would give me a couple of examples.
2: Um, well this happened, it's kind of weird, but it's totally gone. Uh, oil started ha- uh, like happening on my hands when there would be a healing anointing on a service. So, and it would just come, it's come when I'm not expecting it. Honestly, I'll just be in worship and right before I'm going to get up to preach or something, there was just oil on Mm -hmm. my hands. And I knew, okay, that was a sign for me. There's a healing. There's healings going to outbreak tonight. And it actually happened to my assistant as well, um, where oil got on her hands and my hand. And then we both looked at each other like, God, Pierre, he's going to pour out. You know, we were so excited. So that's something that's happened that's, Really new to me, and I'm still learning how to <laughs> what to do with that, you know It sure God surprises me in that
1: yes, sure well that that is amazing why I wanted to ask you, like, you know, I know God instructed you to write this book you know through the Holy Spirit through all these encounters, you've compiled this book, but why now? why do you feel that this is a a necessary message for now what What is your plan and your purpose for this?
2: Well you know, Don, we're in a time right now where Holy Spirit is pouring out in such an increased measure, and also I feel like it's an acceleration because of the time, the season that we're in, where we're entering into the greatest harvest of souls, and we've heard that, um, we've heard that prophesied so many times, but with that being. Um, we are in a time where we need to be able to really tap into His presence, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's why God showed me to write this book. We, you know, obviously we've always wanted to get into His presence, but especially right now, because this season we're in, where God is trying to—I feel like God is extending His hand just a little bit closer, trying to reach out as His children to His children, because He wants His bride to come home. He's gathering up His bride, right? And so I felt. This is my time to release it. I, I want others to be able to just enter in to His presence as well and and get one step closer to reach out to the King.
1: I love that about this. Honestly, I, I know I keep saying that, but it's not just it's not just for you. But when we found out that this is your encounter and you're releasing it to others. Um, so that they might encounter the same thing—that uh, <laughs> we we love 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 that about that—and I know everyone else will too. Uh, you, you've experienced a lot of miracles uh, last year and coming into this year in your ministry that you haven't had before. I know you, you told us about a woman in Washington D.C. and and she couldn't move. She'd had a, a, a back injury. I think you said many years before that.
2: Yes, it was about it's been for sixteen years. Around, she told us that she would just experience pain every day. And uh, I laid hands on her. It was it was one that there was just a healing in the air. I could just feel healing in the atmosphere. And so I just laid hands on her and prayed for her back and spine to come into alignment and prayed for the presence of, of Christ just to heal her body. And as we I prayed, um, her back actually just straightened up. And it's like she grew, like physically she grew about two inches taller as her neck and back just straightened. And everybody could see it. And it was so phenomenal. It was so amazing because she just started dancing. And she was just dancing with just tears of joy. And it Um, I love when God pours out like that. It was amazing.
1: Yes, and the fact that it was 16 years, it wasn't something that just happened and then just happened to pop back into place. 16 years, and everybody saw the testimony of this woman after 16 years being healed. That must have been very impactful for everybody that saw it.
2: It was amazing. And and they could all physically see her grow Mm -hmm. as well. So it was, you know, everybody could see it. Now, I just feel like somebody who's listening to this right now, you are you might be going through a back um, injury. Is that okay? I just pray for somebody really quick. Of course. I just feel like um, as I was sharing this story, there's power and testimony. And so I just felt like the Lord just said, just hover there for a minute. So I just want to pray for you right now. If you can hear my voice, that the Lord right now, Desires for you to be healed and whole and set free. So, Father, I pray right now for your presence just to come. I pray for this person's back, spine, uh, or neck injury that's there from a trauma, such as like a car accident or you fell, some kind of a trauma that's there. I pray for um, it, just your complete healing to manifest in their body right now. Lord, I pray for your alignment and down all the way down their spine. And I command trauma now to go off every cell
1: yes. in the body in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Yes, yes. Thank you, Anna. And I, the fact that you said there's power and testimony, there was another testimony I wanted you to share before we went to break. Uh, would you mind sharing one more? And this one also has to do with back. So I have a feeling you're, you're kind of on the right track here as far as praying for people for this need. There was a, a, a pastor's wife even. Yeah, we were...
2: Um I was, when I say we, I'm talking about me and my assistant. We were in Cleveland, Ohio at this wonderful church. And we. it was before the service began. And I was in the back room, you know, and worship was going. And I was just getting the Lord's presence. And the pastor's wife actually was just kind of, her her job for that moment was to make sure I had everything I need, you know, before I went up to preach. Yes. And she came in the room and I um, I just said, hey, just come, just be in his presence. I don't need anything. Just, just come hang out with us. <laughs> and so she was, she did, and she um, ended up laying on the floor. And we were all laying on the floor because the presence was so thick in that room, in the, this little side room at the moment. And so she lay on the floor, and um, out of nowhere, I just said, oh, your back is meaning healing. And I said, your back's going to be healed right now. Jesus is healing your back. He's setting whatever you, he's setting you free from uh, pain right now. And I just said, may the joy of the Lord be your strength. And I said, fire, fire, right now, fall on her body. And she starts going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you know. And then um, she got up and she was moving around. And then she told me, which I didn't know at the time that she had been through years of back pain. It had been almost 15 years every day of her life. She woke up with pain, and she had actually brought to the service that night her little uh, lunchbox cooler with ice packs just for her back because she thought, oh, I'm going to be having to move around a lot and stand on my feet and my back's been hurting. So she had her little ice packs there um, prepared to, for pain, basically, for it to be really extra painful. And she, her back was completely healed. Yes. It was amazing. So in that service, I had her um, share her testimony because I thought, I, I just knew the Lord said, there's something about backs tonight. And so I had her share her testimony. And then I said, does anybody have back pain, neck pain? There's something about this. There's an impartation for healing over this area tonight. And then 30 people stood up in that meeting and we saw God just heal heal people. It was like a corporate healing just happened that night. It was amazing.
1: Yes, yes. And I I agree with you, Anna. I believe that there are people listening who have experienced this, and just like you prayed a couple of minutes ago, you know, we just want them to to claim this healing, to take hold of this healing now and believe for this healing, and we believe with them in Jesus' name. Well, you know what? We're going to take a little break. Sid and I want to encourage all of you that are listening to get Anna's brand new book, See. Behind the Veil. It's 100 invitations to intimate encounters with the Holy Spirit. And yes, that's right. You heard me right. 100 invitations. You'll also get Anna's brand new exclusive three CD teaching series called A Lifestyle of Seer Encounters. So when we come back, Anna's is going to share with us her seer encounters and also release these invitations for you to experience them as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: Call now to get Anna Werner's brand new book, Seeing Behind the Veil, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, A Lifestyle of Seer Encounters. This is an exclusive offer for our Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9580. Anna's book, Seeing Behind the Veil, contains 100 invitations to Anna Werner's intimate encounters with the Holy Spirit. Each day, you will receive teaching through Anna's experiential revelations as a seer through her angelic visitations and heavenly experiences. You will begin to experience a fresh invitation to step beyond the veil and encounter the Holy Spirit in a new and powerful way. You will experience an impartation to dwell in God's presence so you will live in consistent awareness of the Holy Spirit, to enter into spiritual warfare and win spiritual battles in your everyday life, to position yourself to amplify God's voice and hear his words just for you, to encounter angelic activity and partner with heavenly hosts to release God's plans for your life.
4: People just start getting healed. They have supernatural visions. They see Jesus. They see angels.
3: Through Ana's exclusive three-part audio CD teaching series, you will receive an invitation to experience supernatural encounters of your own. CD number one, Positioning Yourself for Encounter. CD number two, How to Enter into Effective Spiritual Warfare. CD number three, partnering with the Holy Spirit and angels. At the end of the third audio CD, a prays for you to have childlike faith to believe, experience encounters to see and hear what God is saying to you, receive an impartation to see angelic activity and begin to partner with angels.
0: I can't think of a more important gift than for you to read things that came from Heaven to make you normal. Imagine what's going to happen when you read all these encounters with the impartation that's there.
3: Don't miss out on getting Anna Warner's brand new book, Seeing Behind the Veil, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, A Lifestyle of Seer Encounters. This is an exclusive offer for our Rich Supernatural audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9580. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9580 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today.
1: Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm Donna Chavis, your host for today, and I am here with Anna Werner. And as I told you before, Anna has had more supernatural encounters than anyone that I know. And the Lord instructed her to compile a book with these encounters in it. And that book serves also as an invitation for you and for me to begin each day with a supernatural encounter. Anna, let's talk about some of the encounters and the invitations. Tell me about the encounter that you call Set the beat.
2: I love this encounter. Me too. It's, it's one that, you know, it's unlike a lot of different ones. Um, I was, I experienced a battle actually. I was in heaven and before me, I saw there was like a battlefield scene and I could see the clash of light and darkness and I could see a battle going on. And I could hear, actually, because as a seer, I, you know, I, I use all my senses. So I could hear um, the clash of, like, swords upon swords and shields were smashing against the armor. And then I could hear pain. I actually heard shrieks of pain as I could hear, like, the enemy was wounding people, and I could hear their pain. And then also, I would hear demonic pain, like, as the demons would... Um, get injured, they would shriek. And as the King's army would stab them, they would shriek. I know this sounds bizarre, but it was so amazing. Um, and then I heard this loud alarm went off. And when I heard that it was like fear pulsated through my body. And I saw for a very split second, I saw the enemy and it was absolutely scary. He was, I can't even go on to describe it in words, but there he was, he was sitting on this uh, beastly looking thing and his image shifted. What happened is it's kind of like, he I saw him for a second and then his, his image went um, like a black, almost vapor and it mm-hmm. moved from the battlefield around side to side. And then he was gone, but I could feel his presence. Donna, I could feel like his presence is still there. Yes. And, When that alarm sounded, the king's army just went, boom, and they just scattered in disarray and chaos. And then I heard the the Lord's voice, and I'll read you what he said to me. He said, time to release the drummers. Set the beat. Give the direction for my beloveds. We've gotten off course. Shift your focus. We are winning. Give the beat of my heart. Find the pulse of the Holy Spirit and stay with it. Rise up, grow louder in your declarations and prayers. Don't you know the power of prayer? As you step into the authority, my son has given you the sound of heaven is released. And then just then I heard this little drum sound, like it was very far off in the distance. And and then I looked down in my hands and I saw that I had a little instrument, like I had a little drum in my arms, which is funny because in... I don't actually play it. <laughs> but in this vision, and I can't keep a beat really. but in this vision I had this drum, and so I started playing the same beat because I realized I was hearing the beat of the father. Like he was playing this beat or setting this beat, and so I started playing along with him, and then others joined in, and as we started playing, it grew louder and louder and louder, and then it, the, our sound was actually louder than the enemy's sound. And it was amazing because I learned to tune, like from that encounter, I learned that there's so much about tuning your ear to hear the voice of the Father when you're in a battle. Or yes. when you feel like you're up against something really hard in your life. And um, we are, we can become, we're victorious. We are so victorious in Christ, but the enemy tries to always make us feel like we're not. You know, like we've been beaten down or that we're completely losing, but we're actually completely victorious in Christ.
1: So, if we had to turn that into an invitation to those that are listening, we could tell them, like you just said, when you start to feel like you might be losing the battle or you're feeling a little bit weak, you set the beat. Set the beat. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You just, um, I just pray right now for people that you could hear God with absolute clarity, like in this moment right now, whatever you're going through, that you can hear His voice. May His voice be the loudest voice you hear right now with clarity. And then I just it just encourage people, just start declaring what you're hearing from the Lord. Declare it over the circumstance and the situation because you're releasing, as you do that, you're releasing the sound of heaven. You're releasing the sound of heaven and your faith your faith is so important in a battlefield that you don't lose your faith and that you don't lose your focus to set your eyes on what God says and what you're seeing him do.
1: Yes and that's pretty exciting to me to know that if I if I start feeling that way then I need to whoa take take this captive, rise up and me set the beat. don't wait for someone else to do it but me set the beat. So to me that's pretty exciting.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh.
1: And I I want to talk about another one. I know, um, Anna, a lot of us, me included, have a hard time sometimes getting a picture of ourselves the way that God sees us. You know, uh, and you had an encounter that you called access to the throne room that kind of settled that for you. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I I was reading, um, that morning I was reading out of Zechariah 3, and I was reading about Joshua the high priest. And I was just, reading my bible and then suddenly i found myself right in the throne room and when i was there the presence was so thick like the power and glory that was radiating in that room was so thick so i found myself actually um on the floor <laughs> in the throne room and i could see that god the father was sitting on he was seated on a throne but it was so far away but i could see it and uh, but it was from a distance, and I mm-hmm. could only catch like a, a glance of him because I was on the floor and I was just looking up. and I could see the elders sitting um, beside him. I think there were the elders. I saw these people sitting beside him. and angels were in the room moving about and worshiping the king. And um, when I, I lifted my head and I could see just the bottom of the king's robes, which just filled the entire room. And then I heard his voice, and he said, go back out and take off those garments. There are no beggars in heaven. You are not a beggar. You are my heir. Go put on your royal robes, and then you can come back. And that was it. Like Just like that, the encounter was over, and I was sitting back in my living room with my Bible still there open. But what that encounter really struck me to—I've come to a new level of just— I mean, every day I feel like I'm getting it more and more. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm growing in this. But just knowing that I'm really an heir. And I don't feel like when he showed me, you know, because at the time I didn't even know that I was wearing beggars clothes. But when he said, go take off those clothes, and I looked down and I realized, oh, my goodness, I'm wearing these rags, you know. And I don't think it means, hey, to enter the throne room, you have to be perfect. You have to have it all together. That's not at all what God was was saying to me in that because he loves us despite, you know, he loves me and you despite what we do, despite mm-hmm. the mistakes, he loves us. But it's more of a mindset, right? Of knowing who you are to Christ and knowing if, if if when I'm walking as an heir, like I tell my daughter all, I tell my daughter that she's five, and she's into princesses and <laughs> that's her thing right now. And I tell her, she says, "Mommy, I'm princess," and I said, "Yes, I'm. Yes, and you're a princess." And she said, "Well, what are you?" And I said, "Well, I'm a queen." (laughs) She says, "Well, what does the queen do?" She asked me the other day, and I said, "Well, honey, the queen has responsibility. You know, the queen has responsibility to care for people because, um, and and teach her, you know, teach her subjects or whatever about the king. It's all about the king." Right. So I know that sounds funny to put it in simple terms, but you know, um, as you know who you are in Christ. It just raised me. I felt like that experience raised me to just a different level with him Right. where I don't go and I don't beg. I know I don't have to beg Jesus for um, catching his attention. Like, he loves me. He loves me. Like, there's nothing I have to do to gain that love. He loves me. (laughs) Yes. And um, I don't have to beg for uh, miracles as well and healing. And that was kind of a new concept to me because... Uh, Sometimes I felt like before I may be begging God to catch His Holy Spirit or catch what He's doing, and it's like I don't have to beg Him anymore. Like, I carry Christ within me, you know?
1: Yes, and you know what you said a you said a very powerful word. It wasn't necessarily what you had on or anything like that. It was it was the mindset that you were before him with that mindset. And you know, even in your in your book, you talk about you know inviting people to break that negative mindset. Yeah, and I think a lot of us have that.
2: Yeah, we can think uh, just negatively about you know not even realizing who we really are. <laughs> To Christ, and um, it's about stepping in. It's really stepping in and know who you are. And I feel like the more we step in, the more I step in every day. I'm growing in this, and the more I step into really grasping, really understanding who I am because of who I carry. Uh, the more powerful I am because mm-hmm. of Him. Mm-hmm. And whether you know if you're listening to this, I just want to encourage you. You're you're not a beggar. That that phrase actually was such a point of breakthrough for me, that you are not, you do not have to beg. You're not a beggar. You're actually an heir. So I pray right now um, for anybody who's listening to this. Actually, I feel um, to pray. I want to rebuke an oppressive spirit right now that's holding anybody down where you feel like I cannot see who I am in Christ. Lord, I pray right now the negative mindset to be broken off in Jesus' name and for truth, your truth to be shed, your light to be shed, that we are all heirs of Christ, that we are all daughters and sons of the Most High King that you love, you love, love, love to pour out your spirit onto your sons and daughters. Father, may we walk in a new measure of understanding and grasping your love for us today.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Anna. I really, I I am enjoying these so much and I really want to get one or two more in before we take another break. Um, tell me about the one that you call knee-to-knee and eye-to-eye. I,
2: yeah, I love, I went through this series of time where every time I would meet with um, Jesus, I was meeting with him, meeting me and eye-to-eye. I would go up into, like, I would be up in heaven, and there the king, like, Jesus would be waiting for me in a garden, and we would sit with our knees touching, like, knee to knee, eye to eye, and Mm -hmm. we would speak heart to heart, and it was the most intimate encounters that, you know, that I experienced, but one day I went up to, I was there, and we were knee to knee, eye to eye, and I was really going through a really hard season with just my kids, with life, with ministry, you know, um, there was just a lot going on in my life at that moment. And um, I asked the Lord, so I was there with him and, you know, we met and I asked Jesus, I said, how did you, um, how'd you do it, Jesus? And I was crying when I asked him this, I said, how did you do it, Jesus? How did you balance it all? And how did you keep joy and strength? When you had all the pressure of the whole world on you, how did you do it? And I was just crying. And then to my surprise, I looked up and his eyes were filled with tears too. And he said to me, lean into me, Anna. This world will strip you, but you must lean in, not by your strength, but by mine. Look at me. And then he paused because I didn't look at him. I was told, I was just weeping. And he said, no, really, look at me. And so I looked up in his eyes, and he said, keep your focus, worship, and lean in. And those three things have been something that has sustained me. Um, It's strengthened me, and it's helped me to just see beyond my circumstance and find joy. It's just leaning into him. As you're going, as I'm going through something that, you know, we all deal with life, and things happen and it's, you know, we have things that hit our lives and it's really hard. And through that time, I just lean in all the more, all the more I really lean into him. And then I uh, get renewed and refreshed by just pursuing him all the more. (laughs) Yes. And then keeping my focus on him has been really a key for me and not my circumstance. And sometimes it is so hard to do that. And I have to just Move beyond, um, like I I say, but God, (laughs) like this is what's going on in the natural, but God, yes, so much bigger, and you will move this mountain. My God can move this mountain, whatever that mountain might be in my life at the time that feels like, oh, this circumstance is so hard or whatever. But as I I just release that and I um, say, you will move this mountain, God, and I keep my eyes focused on Jesus and. Him, then it helps just break the, you know, break this the atmosphere that's there. And then praise was the last, you know, he said worship and lean in. And um, in Psalms one eighteen it says that we enter His gates through our thanksgiving and praise. And for me, that's been such a key. And I was actually meditating on that this morning of just having a thankful, grateful heart, and just the power of praise, the power of praise. And so I amplify my worship you know i'm not i'm not the best singer but man am i a great singer when the-, <laughs> <laughs> when the when i just worship 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 and i feel it just shift uh shift that circumstance
1: yes you know what we we're going to go um take a break in just a moment. But there's one more that I wanted you to share just quickly. I know when you were on It's Supernatural with Sid Roth before you did share this uh, this story. So some people may have heard it. But but for those who haven't, I know you liked it so much. And I liked it so much that you actually put this in your book as one of your encounters. And I just thought it was so powerful. So quickly, will you tell us uh, about the encounter that you had that you call parcels waiting?
2: I love this. I love this one because it really helped me uh, refocus prayer and realize the power of prayer. So I was in this room in heaven, and there it was amazing. There was angels who were just bustling about everywhere. It was very like a very alive, active room. And as I, as far as my eyes could see, I could see um, shelves, and they were as far and as high as I could see. And there was parcels, like little parcels. Um, lining these shelves, and some of the angels had their, the parcels in their hands. I could see them, and they would they would look to Jesus. Jesus was in the very center of the room, and they would look to Jesus for direction, and then he would say something to them, and I could see them just zoom, and they would uh, take the parcels and go down to the earth below. And I was like, what is that about? Why, what's going on <laughs> to the Lord? And he said, well, they are delivering special packages. And and I was like, wow. And he said, they're taking answers of my prayers, of the prayers of my saint below. And I thought, oh, that's amazing. Like they're answering prayers, like those parcels are the answers to prayers. But then as I looked around, I saw that there were some angels just standing alongside the wall, like by the shelves, just waiting. And I looked to Jesus and I said, Why are they just standing there? <laughs> and he said, they are waiting for my saints below to pray and ask for what it is they mean. And that, when I had that encounter, man, has that changed the way I see prayer.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes.
2: says, ask, you know, and it'll be given you a knock and it'll be open. And so after I, I had that experience, I mean, I pray big prayers because I think maybe, maybe the answer to what's going on in my life right now is just waiting to be released. It's just sitting there on that shelf. And then there's an angel just standing by it, waiting to bring it down the answer to my circumstance, my prayer. So um, pray, pray. There is so much power. We have so much power in, in prayer. And uh, I pray really big prayers too. Yes. <laughs> like I have really big faith. So I say, go for it. You can pray and ask the Lord to do things that would, it would take a miracle of God to move this circumstance or to do this miracle in your life, pray. There's so much power in your prayers, really.
1: Yes, you know, ever since you said that, the very first time you were on our program and you shared that story, I get that picture of, uh, of the angels all lined up, and they're holding these packages, which are the answers to our prayers, and they're just waiting on us to ask. They're just wanting on, yeah. they're just waiting on us to pray and just, just ready for us to ask. So, oh, Anna, that is such a powerful, powerful picture. Well, now that you've heard a few of the encounters and invitations that are in Anna's brand new book, I want to remind you that you can get it right here. It's her book, Seeing Behind the Veil 100 Invitations to Intimate Encounters with the Holy Spirit, and also her brand new exclusive three CD teaching series, A Lifestyle of Seer Encounters. Well, when we come back, Anna is going to share with you her encounter called Pour Out. And you may ask, what what does that mean? Well, it means that what the Holy Spirit has poured into Anna, she now freely pours out to you. So please, please, please stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: Anna Werner has had hundreds of supernatural encounters of the seer nature. She says that God granted her these encounters so that she could release them as a testimony and an invitation for you to see beyond the physical realm.
4: I had an encounter where the Lord took me into heaven, and I saw this veil. And behind the veil, I could hear the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit talking. And then right then, Jesus pulled back the veil and said, Anna, Don't you know you're supposed to be pulling back the veil and helping people to step in here into Encounter?
3: Call now to get Anna Werner's brand new book, Seeing Behind the Veil, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, A Lifestyle of Seer Encounters. This is an exclusive offer for our Supernatural! audience, yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9580. Anna's book, Seeing Behind the Veil, contains 100 invitations to Anna Werner's intimate encounters with the Holy Spirit. Each day, you will receive teaching through Anna's experiential revelations as a seer, through her angelic visitations and heavenly experiences. You will begin to experience a fresh invitation to step beyond the veil and encounter the Holy Spirit in a new and powerful way. You will experience an impartation to dwell in God's presence, so you will live in consistent awareness of the Holy Spirit. To enter into spiritual warfare and win spiritual battles in your everyday life, to position yourself to amplify God's voice and hear His words just for you, to encounter angelic activity and partner with heavenly hosts to release God's plans for your life.
4: People just start getting healed. Um, as I release these encounters, and also they experience heaven. They start seeing it. You know, they have supernatural visions. They see Jesus. They see angels.
3: Through Ana's exclusive three-part audio CD teaching series, you will receive an invitation to experience supernatural encounters of your own. CD number one, Positioning Yourself for Encounter. CD number two, How to Enter into Effective Spiritual Warfare. CD number three, Partnering with the Holy Spirit and angels. At the end of the third audio CD, Ana prays for you to have childlike faith to believe, experience encounters to see and hear what God is saying to you. Receive an impartation to see angelic activity and begin to partner with angels.
0: Anna is, in my opinion, a forerunner of the new normal. And I want you to be normal as defined by what. Jesus did as defined by what the Bible says. And I can't think of a more important gift than for you to read things that came from Heaven to make you normal. Imagine what's going to happen when you read all these encounters with the impartation that's there.
3: Don't miss out on getting Auto Warner's brand new book, Seeing Behind the Veil, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, A Lifestyle of Seer Encounters. This is an exclusive offer for our rich Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9580. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9580 or log on to SIDROTH.ORG. CALL OR WRITE TODAY.
1: Welcome back to Messianic Vision. I'm here with Anna Werner. and Anna, we've been talking about some of these powerful encounters that you have and uh, that that God has given them to you, but you also release them as invitations for others. And I think that is that is so, so good. I am really, really loving this so much, and it's really meant a lot in my life to to read this and understand what you're doing here uh, and the ministry that's going out. Um, you had a situation with your little son, um, a while back and God gave you an encounter even for that.
2: Yes. I had a really hard situation. My son had a lot of stomach problems, um, when he was born (laughs) and it was like, we went to doctor after doctor and had test after test and everything revealed nothing. It was like, it was the most discouraging thing as a, as a A mom of a new, you know, a new baby. It's keeping us up all night. So I was in that place where I was very discouraged. And I turned to God and my prayer was not a prayer of faith. It was like this. I was like, God, where are you? Yes. (laughs) In all this, where are you? What is going on and where are you? Because at that point, I did not feel God at all. And I heard the Lord, his voice, and he responded to me. And he said, rise up, Anna, and declare what you want to see. There's power in your words. And he said, pray against the spirit of discouragement that you are up against right now. Resist the enemy's arrows. It's time to battle, and I will help you. And so then I saw this image of, it was like a, it looked like a white horse, but it was dressed for war. I can't explain it better than that, but um, it was running through these deep waters. And when I saw that, I sensed healing is at hand, because I saw those waters, and I went, okay, it's healing like a healing waters. Mm-hmm. And so then I started praying and I just began to declare it, Like I declared that the power of God would heal his stomach. He's being healed right now. Um, and I, I mean, I really was like, I you know, I'd break off discouragement and I was just going after it. And what I saw is my son got healed. (laughs) It was amazing. Like, it was that night, that was a turning point, because I was up declaring, you know, I was pacing around the living room, just declaring the power of God would heal him. And then the next morning, he woke up, and his stomach was healed. There was no and I knew because he was suddenly able to sleep, and it was just amazing. So um, I just want to encourage you right now, you know, when we – the truth is when we make agreement with heaven, like what is heaven, what does God say? And we speak the words of God over ourselves and over situations, um, we are really shifting things. And, you know, it says that there's power, uh, life and death is in the tongue. So speak life, speak life into that situation, whatever you're going through. Um, I just want to encourage you to. Um, and I, I just want to pray right now for somebody listening to this um, what the words that you're speaking over yourself is so important. And I just hear the Lord say, just make sure you're speaking my words and not the enemies. So Father in Jesus name, I just pray I just pray that um, all of us would just rise up and, and really come to a place where we resist the enemy. And we use your words. We speak your truth over our lives right now. Jesus, and I just pray for somebody who's listening to this, who's dealing with um, self-acceptance. I just hear that phrase right now for you, that self-acceptance is such a, a key. So, Father, I pray um, that discouragement, I pray against discouragement right now. In Jesus' name, I pray for discouragement for to lift off of all of us right now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, that you are bringing change. You are bringing change and hope. Let hope rise right now in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Yes, wow! I think that was a very powerful word. I've never heard anybody put it like that, Anna. To break off discouragement, break off discouragement, and then resist and rise up and declare. I've just—I've never really heard that before. But I—I uh, I think that's. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's for those that are listening, and for a, a lot of us, break off discouragement, and then we can rise up and declare. Wow. That is that is wonderful. Okay. Let's keep going. Uh, I know I've told everybody that there's 100, 100 invitations in your uh, in your book here, and we certainly can't get to all of them, but I wanted to just to give the listeners just a few of them that would minister to them today. Talk to us about the encounter that you had called Persevere. Persevere.
2: Um. Yeah, it was really interesting. I had this encounter where I saw it started like this. It started where I saw a doorknob in front of me, and it looked really old, um, and like very old and and really used. So, <laughs> as I pushed this door open, I like I was hit with this cool breeze that just um, hit me, you know, and. It was refreshing. It wasn't cool in like a negative way. It was really refreshing. And it just yes. you know, it felt just really, you know, wonderful. And as I walked through, I was walking through this landscape that I could see trees and meadow in front of me. And um, I mean, I know it sounds crazy, but I, I kicked off my sandals and I walked barefoot because it was like, if there's grass, I'm going to be barefoot in it.
1: <laughs> yes. I think that's and what I- a lot of people want to do. People, <laughs> People won't think that's crazy at all. <laughs>
2: Um, so then I saw, as I was walking, I was, I squinted really hard and I saw something, I saw like a forest and then, uh, I and mean, I tried to see inside, but I couldn't see. And then Jesus came jogging. It was so weird, but so funny. Jesus came jogging up alongside of me and he said, come here. I want to show you something. So he ran ahead of me and I went chasing after Jesus and then I ran after him and then we ran a few yards until I found myself at this entrance of the forest, and he stopped. Like, suddenly, he just came to a stop, and he stooped down to the ground. And he said, come look. And as I bent down, um, I could see that there was something there, and it was this little tiny, like, in the dirt. So it was just a completely dirt, like, dry ground. I saw this little spurt, like this little tiny green uh, plant that was, like, pushing his way up. And it was persevering to live right then. And Jesus said to me, he like pointed at it, and he said, listen, small starts can produce great things. Those who take leaps must learn to soar. Keep your eyes on me. And um, when he said that to me, it just really encouraged me. Because in all honesty, at that time, I was feeling pretty insignificant and I felt like the Lord was saying, Don't let the enemy take away your significance. Like you are so, those listening to this, listen, you are so significant to God. No matter how small we all feel sometimes, or you might be feeling right now, you are so significant to Him. And the start of something new, a new dream, or something that you're starting can feel. Sometimes totally overwhelming and or maybe intimidating, and I just want to encourage you. Like that word about small starts can produce great things. God has something great planned for your life and your destiny, no matter where you are in your journey with the Lord right now or where your faith is at. He, I want to just encourage you to. He has something amazing that He's going to do with your life. Something. Phenomenal, like probably beyond what you can even imagine, God is going to do with you.
1: Yes, yes. Wow. Wow. I like that. And I told people when we first came back or when we were going away to break that you're going to share with us an encounter that you called Pour Out.
2: Yes. Um, This is a funny one. I've been um, at, I, (laughs) I know that's a weird intro, but the truth is, I've been at a table in heaven before. I've seen this table a couple times and I was up in heaven and I saw myself before this big table and there was lots of food and fruits you know put out on it but it's different have like heavenly food is different than I can't describe it as different fruit than what you know I've seen here on earth but I was um, instead of eating like instead of sitting at the table I was I wasn't doing that and I was actually going around and like prepping things. Like I was making sure the silver was ready and food was laid out and everything. And then the Lord, I heard his voice and he said to me, you've tasted well my presence. Now it's time for you to prepare and bring other people here. And I, like from that experience, I realized that, you know, we, it's great to, um, we can't just be sponges. (laughs) <laughs> like basking in his glory. It's amazing to bask in his glory. I love it. But we have to let that glory squeeze out of us. Amen. Like we have to let it splash onto people in our life and people around us. And it's as we behold, like it's, you know, as we set our eyes and we behold the King, then we start to near him. We start to look like him and act like him and affect people around us. And, um, like Moses, I think about it like Moses, when he said he went up to the mountain, right? And then he would have this, like, have an encounter with God. So he was in Mount Sinai for, like, 40 days and 40 nights. And when he came down, his face shone. Yes. And he imparted. So he would go up, get revelation from the king, and then he would release it and give it and, and impart it to his people. And so I, there's a, with that, there's a rhythm that I've learned from heaven, and I've I've heard the Lord say to me many times that you soak in, and then pour out. You soak in, and you pour out. You receive, and then you give it out. And then He gives you as you give out. He replenishes you more. <laughs> like it's it's like as Jesus, you know, gave out. It says He gave out uh, food. You know, He gave out loaves of bread and the fish. He started with a little, but He gave it out, and then it was replenished more. It's the same for us as we. We go up, we get and soak him in, we get in his presence, and then we just release it and we give it out. And then he'll replenish us back. But we have to give out. <laughs> we yes, have to yes. do something. When we get full of love, we just have to give it away. And it's our joy to just give it out. It's our joy because we're just serve. It's all about serving him. It's our joy to serve him.
1: So so if someone asks you, and I'm sure you get this all the time, you know, Anna, how can I move more in the prophetic? How can, how can I have other gifts? Uh, what do you tell them?
2: You are, um, I tell them first, just start by being, knowing who you are. <laughs> That's the starting place, really, for all of us, is just learn who you are to the King. And then... Give it out. <laughs> like, as he fills you up, give it out. So don't just, um, like for me, as I enter into heaven and I receive all these things, then I impart it. I, I believe in impartation. And so I lay hands on the sick. I go and I pray for people. I prophesy. I receive words from the Lord and I prophesy. I step out. You don't have to be in ministry, though. Like, I just want to say that because you can think, okay, but what about me, Anna? Like, maybe you're a stay at home mom, or you're like, well, I'm in the medical field, or I'm in the marketing world. Wherever God has placed you, He has placed you to influence that sphere. Yes. And you are bringing light into that sphere, wherever it be. If you're a stay at home mom, your babies, your children, your house, you are bringing the light and kingdom there, into your kids, into your house. If you are a medical doctor, you are speaking faith and hope over your patients as you do the skill God has trained you to do. If you're in the marking world, you are bringing light into that sphere. Wherever you are, know that you have an impact to people all around you. You are bringing light. It says that we are light into darkness, so you really have to know. We are, you, whatever God's told you to do in, if he's placed you in a sphere, you carry him wherever you go.
1: Wow. That is so good. Ana, we have got just a couple minutes more and I just want you to um, pray for our listeners before we leave and, um, and just pour into them or impart into them anything that you feel like that God is leading you to do right now. And we will uh, give them this final prayer before we leave.
2: Yeah, so um, if you're listening to this, I want you to do something, and it's nothing special. It's just uh, sometimes doing it, the act makes you feel like you're, you know, just go for it. Just put your hands over your eyes right now, and I'm gonna pray in Jesus' name. I just pray over everybody who's listening to this for their spiritual eyes to be opened. Thank you, Father. I just pray that right now. Stepping into your presence would be that much easier. I pray for your glory now to just flow. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're moving right now. Lord, I pray for people listening to this, that we would all have an encounter with you. That we could see you, Jesus. Knee to me, eye to eye, face to face that we could our hearts could connect to you God. Lord, I pray that you'd pour out your love on each one of us right now. It's our joy, it's our joy and our honor to serve you God. May we serve you with every breath of life that we have, God. Everything that we have to offer God, we give to you, Jesus. Father, right now I just I just pray for anybody I just feel like somebody listening to this, you've been really going through a season of rejection. And when I spoke some words about that earlier, um, about the resist, you know, you really uh, could relate. So, Father, I just pray right now, if somebody's dealing with rejection, Lord, I pray um, that the spirit of rejection would just be broken off of them. Lord, thank you, Father, that they're going to see the absolute, clarity now. Like I almost see shackles just coming off your eyes so that you can see with clarity around you. So Father, I just pray right now for that person. Lord, let us all see with your eyes and your heart. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: Yes, yes, amen. Anna, thank you so much for spending this time with us today.
2: Thank you for having me, Donna. It's been such a blessing.
1: Absolutely, for us as well. And I want to thank all that are listening to Messianic Vision today. I want you to be sure to tune in again next time. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get Anna's brand new book and her exclusive three-CD teaching series. Sid?
0: Anna Werner has had hundreds of supernatural encounters, and she has recorded 100 of them in her brand new book, Seeing Behind the Veil. Anna says these are not simply encounters exclusive for her. They are supernatural experiences granted to her by the Lord so that she could release them as invitations to others, invitations to you. So get Anna's brand new book, Seeing Behind the Veil 100 Invitations to Intimate Encounters with the Holy Spirit. And also her exclusive three CD series, A Lifestyle of Searing Counters, for investment of only 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call 1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org. That's S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot ORG be sure to ask for offer number 9580 that's offer number 9580